3: It's Friday, July 3rd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is reopening America. The 4th of July will not be the same this year as various states are closing down beaches, bars, and restaurants, and shutting down fireworks displays in response to rising COVID-19 cases. Officials are targeting places that younger people tend to congregate as the rise in cases are affecting more people in their 20s and 30s. Rachel Adams Heard, reporter at Bloomberg News joins us for how more young Americans are getting the coronavirus. Thanks for joining us, Rachel. Thanks for having me. I wanted to talk about the spread of coronavirus right now ahead of the 4th of July weekend. It's going to be a very different 4th of July for a lot of people. There's various states that are closing down beaches. They're closing down bars and restaurants. They're shutting down fireworks displays. All of this is in response to the rising COVID-19 cases. And they're targeting places that a lot of younger people tend to congregate, such as the bars. I know that's a huge thing going on in Texas right now. There's some lawsuits filed about that, the bar closures. But it's because that younger people are more involved in this uh, current spread right now. There's a lot of people in their 20s and 30s that are filling up hospital rooms as well. Rachel, tell us about this.
4: So what we're seeing is in these cities and states that are emerging as hotspots. So Arizona, Alabama, parts of Florida and Texas, half or more of cases are young adults. In some of these areas where they have more built out contact tracing, they're able to go back and see that a lot of those cases came from people who had been in group social settings, um, in many cases, bars. And I think Madison, Wisconsin and the surrounding county is a really interesting example of this, because yesterday they closed bars following a surge in cases and. They looked back at roughly two weeks in June, and 614 people in the county had tested positive. Almost half of them were ages 18 to 25. And of those cases, 132 people traced their infection to bars.
3: And, you know, contact tracing that's coming out of someone you made contact with in a bar could be very difficult because a lot of times, I mean, you don't know everybody in the bar. You know your social group that you might have gone with, but everybody else, how will you even hope to remember some of these people. So to reach them in a contact tracing situation is going to be very difficult on that front. You know, a lot of experts are saying there's just a complete pandemic burnout right now. After shutting down for three whole months, people are ready to get back out. And then there's a lot of things that go into it. There's that. The states, everybody thinks now we're starting to reopen a little too early Obviously, there was unrest throughout the country, and people were protesting, and people kind of forgot about the pandemic for a quick moment during that, so people were getting out and about.
4: Yeah, and I think that the message for young people, I mean, like you said, they can certainly get extremely ill, but they're far less likely to die than seniors, and, and so the message had been to stay home for your loved ones. And I think now the struggle for health officials is that it didn't seem like that message worked when cities and states started reopening. So now you have epidemiologists who are really stressing masks and keeping gatherings very small and limited to a tiny group of people and, if possible, to keep it outdoors. It was pretty remarkable. Texas Governor Greg Abbott in the last hour signed an executive order requiring Texans to wear masks. And that was a pretty big shock because he had previously blocked mayors from making that same requirement. So I'd be surprised if we don't see more of that in the coming days and weeks as cases and in some cases even deaths rise.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's reaching another tipping point. A lot of people were saying this is a second wave, but this is actually another wave within the first wave. You know, they're expecting the second wave to be somewhere near the fall. Maybe a lot of states are going to start imposing these mandatory mask wearing things. As you mentioned, Texas just had to do that. One of the things that uh, in speaking to people that you, I, I noticed in your piece, they were saying that a lot of times these messages don't sink in until someone you know gets it. That might be another reason why young people are just so out and about partying like they were like normal. There's still a lot of people in the country who have not gotten this, and this might be another reason why they're just not getting it.
4: Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. I mean, you also had just this false sense of security, I think, when people realized that their neighborhood bar or a club down the street had opened, that it was safe to do that. And in some cases, you get the message driven home when you hear that someone you care about gets really ill. But a lot of times, if you're asymptomatic, You may not even know that you're carrying it and that that you're responsible for some of the spread. But what we'll see in the overall numbers and and what health officials are so worried about is maybe deaths aren't reflecting the surge in young people so far. But as it spreads to older populations and more vulnerable populations, that those numbers will start showing up in the next few weeks.
3: You hear stories like the one coming out of Alabama where students are throwing COVID parties to see who can get infected in there putting money in a pot and the first person that gets it gets that money. There's just an irresponsibility to a lot of this that some young people are not getting, which is unfortunate. One of the other things I noted in your piece, too, speaking to public health officials on ways that can help prevent some of this lockdown burnout is to tell people about risk reduction. How is that working?
4: At first, it seems, you know, back in the Tiger King days when everyone was stuck on their couch and just ordering takeout and keeping it within their family, that that worked, but that it wasn't maybe sustainable for the long run. And so these epidemiologists, they realize that people aren't going to be able to just themselves up in their room indefinitely until there's a vaccine so what they're talking about is coming up with kind of an inner circle of a handful of people and you all commit to being on the same page of limiting your interactions to each other and when you do hang out that you do it in an outdoor setting because we know that you're far less likely to contract COVID 19 in outdoor environments and if you have to come into closer contact that you're wearing a mask consistently and in pursuing those types of social interactions versus going to a crowded bar or even an indoor
3: restaurant. I mean, the hard part about that is everybody getting to play by the same rules. So that's the difficulty there. And I just know that a lot of health experts are really concerned about this 4th of July weekend. A lot of people are going to be getting together with family and friends. If your town is having some type of social gatherings, that's another potential moment for spread. So I know that experts are worried about this weekend and seeing a surge following this.
4: Yeah, definitely. And I think also uh, kind of people have a little bit of PTSD from Memorial Day weekend. And being from Houston, the video of a nightclub in our city went viral because it was crowded as soon as bars were allowed to open and clearly defined the capacity limits. And clearly Houston is getting hit particularly hard right now. We don't know that that's because of that exact situation. But I think that there is fear that that holiday weekend in a lot of places where you're still able to go to bars or even indoor house parties, which is very hard to crack down on, that that will result in cases that will start to show up in the numbers in mid-July.
3: Rachel Adams-Hurd, reporter at Bloomberg News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.